Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Called to Serve podcast, the podcast where we talk to people and hear their stories on preparing for the mission and or um, getting back from a mission, how, uh, how the mission affected them. It's really just a platform where people can share their story and get to learn from, from other people and their experiences. So uh, we got a great episode today uh, with uh, Kylie Robison, and she is from Richfield, Utah, and has a mission call to serve over in the Houston, Texas South Mission, and that'll be um, awesome. She'll be speaking Spanish. So uh, we were, I was talking with Kylie before uh, the podcast, and she was uh, pretty excited about that just to get to, to talk to more people in and out of her family. Um, but she reports in just over a month, so uh, it's just right around the corner. But Kylie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for coming on the podcast. We're excited to have you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Awesome. Well, the first question, and this is, you know, it's, it just never gets old is what's your story? You know, what led you to decide to serve a mission? Okay. Um, it's actually really, really funny. I never really wanted to go on a mission. If I'm being 100% honest, <laughs> I never really wanted to go. It wasn't really, um, in like the cards for me. Um, I was kind of young. I had moved forward a year in school, so I kind of graduated early, and I wasn't even old enough to go when I graduated high school. I'd have to wait like a year and a half to go, and so I just went to college, and um, I graduated. I loved it. I had fun, and then I moved out to Boston, actually, the, in the spring. The spring, I moved out to Boston, and I just got home maybe like a month or so ago, and um, things really hit me hard when I wasn't living, like, in Utah, when I was living somewhere else. Um, it was more of, like, a choice if I wanted to go to church or not. That's kind of when um, a lot of my trials about, like, the church kind of mm-hmm. hit me really hard. Um, I had to drive, like, three hours every Sunday to go to church. It'd be, like, almost an hour and a half there, like, with traffic, and then an hour and a half back. And... Um, I just really had to make those like commitments. I never thought that going to church would be that hard. And so for Mm me, um, I like how to make it like a priority. Like, why was I really going to church? And um, I was like reading my scriptures and stuff um, before I was like out there. Obviously, I was like reading my scriptures and stuff. but I wasn't reading with like a purpose. And when I lived out there, um, one of my roommates was actually from Utah. She was from Delta. Her name is Kaylee. And I just, I love her with my whole heart. And she was a returned missionary. She'd been home for maybe like a couple of months. And we just ended up living together out there. And um, I would see her like every single morning get up. And instead of listening to like music or anything like that, she would put on like a general conference talk like while she was in the shower while she was like getting ready for the day while she was like making herself breakfast she would either have like a general conference talk on or she would have like spiritual like uplifting music or she was like listening to like the scriptures through like the voice audio thing she was always doing something to like spiritually bless her soul and I thought that was so awesome I said wow that is so cool I was like I want to be really strong like that because yes I do have a relationship with my heavenly father but I was like I want to get a better one And so I kind of just followed her example. And 
um, I like would wake up in the mornings with her and it was awesome. We became to like, we got to become like really good friends. And I started like reading my scriptures every single morning. I would usually read them like occasionally throughout the day, but like I wouldn't have like a set schedule. I would designate time to read them. Mm-hmm. I would listen to like general conference talks instead of like my music. <laughs> I would listen to general yeah. And then I would like get really excited to go to church. And any chance I had to like read my scriptures, I would like read them. And I'd never really done that before. Um, I kind of just did like, what everybody else does, you know, you read your scriptures before you go to bed, you say your prayers and like, you know, that's, that's what I thought was good enough. And, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't. And while I was out there, my grandmother, um, my grandma, Linda, she, me and her are really close. She's literally my best friend. We talk a lot all the time. That's awesome. And he would like call me, we would FaceTime for like two hours every single day. And she would talk to me about the gospel, which is really funny because sometimes our conversations like would have nothing to do with the gospel. And she'd like always find a way to connect it to that. (laughs) (laughs) And um, she told me, she's like, I feel like you need to go on a mission. And she's like, have you thought about going on a mission? And I kind of started laughing (laughs) while I was on the phone. I started laughing and I said, well, I had gotten my patriarchal blessing, like, um, my freshman year of college, and it talked a lot about, like, missions, and it basically just said, like, suck it up, kid, you're going to be a missionary your whole life, so, like, just get used to it, <laughs> and I, I laughed when I got that blessing, I was like, oh, God is so funny, like, he thinks I'm going to be a missionary, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so funny, like, that's not happening, I'm like, good one, you know, it's a funny joke, I didn't think that that was going to happen at all. And then I would like talk to my grandma a lot and just like read my scriptures. And she's so uplifting. And she would just like seriously encourage me to like think about it. And she's kind of the only person in my life that would be able to like convince me to reconsider something. Cause I can be very like strong headed. If I like don't want to do something, then I don't do it. If right. I want to do something, then like I, go, I do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, he convinced me to like just give it some thought and so I did I like started praying about it and um I like received an answer that like yeah you need to go on a mission and um as like as soon as I like had that like assurance that like I needed to go I like started preparing and for me it was awesome because um like as far as me like being spiritually like ready to go and like just my obedience and like my willingness to like read my scriptures and that kind of stuff before I moved out to um, the east coast I would have like considered myself like to a car I was a neutral I wasn't like in reverse I wasn't like like so excited to read my scriptures I just knew it did it because I knew it was the right thing to do and I wasn't in park or anything like that and then as soon as I moved out there um, I was like sports mode. I like my spirituality. Just like it, like came really fast, and like I started like seriously like, um, like reading my scriptures a ton. And then as soon as I doing, as oh my gosh, once I started doing that, um, I had this really weird encounter with someone while I was out there. It was just really? weird. It was like Walmart. <laughs> just getting my groceries, and this guy came up to me and. He told me I like looked like his granddaughter, and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool! Thanks." <laughs> Thanks. And he was 
just curious like do you believe in God and I was like oh wow like that's kind of awkward like you just like ask somebody that but and I like took a second to think about it and I was like yeah like yeah I do I do believe in God and um anyways he was like do you have like a chance you'd like be willing to talk about like that and I said yeah I can but I was like are you okay if I bring a friend with me because like I didn't know who he was and I didn't want to like go by myself but I was like wow that's crazy I just been like kind of just trying to prepare for a mission and like this guy just approached me about the church like I didn't even approach him I thought it was weird and so me and my friend my roommate um she's a return missionary we went and talked to him at his home and um we found out that his wife had passed away like a couple years before for like cancer Mm. he's a very like generous like um financially blessed person who would Mm -hmm. tell us you try to give back everything he had to like charities and stuff but he just never really felt happy and he Mm -hmm. thought that like doing kind things would like make him happy bring him joy and I just listened to like my roommate just talk to him about the church and I said wow I want to be doing this every chance that I get because I'm like wow I know that like I'm a child of God um even when I wasn't doing what I should have been doing. Like I knew I was a child of God and I knew that there was a purpose for me after I died. And I knew that like I could see my family again and like all the surety that the church brings, I knew it was all true. And I said, wow, how selfish can I be that I know I need to go on a mission? Like I've been told multiple times and I just kept ignoring it. And, um, I knew that I was a child of God and I knew I could see my family again. I was like, how selfish can I be to not share that with other people and try to bring like families together? Because that's the whole thing of the church. I mean, what is the plan of salvation if we don't have family? And I was like, wow, I really need to go on a mission. And so I came home and I started talking to my mission president. And the next thing I knew, I like had my papers in <laughs> and I was like going and I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is real. I guess this is what I'm doing. It like this is happening it really fast. Yeah. It like happened super fast. So, yeah. Wow. That's so cool. Story. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's awesome. That's really cool. I like, um, well, there were a lot of things you shared that just kind of, um, you know, struck a chord. I think, you know, a big a big thing that we're eventually brought to is kind of, you know, that experience you had over in Boston, was it mm-hmm. just where, you know, you're, you, we, we grew up one way, you know, if, if we grew up in the church, then, you know, we, we grew up one way, we grew up with the, with the church, you know, usually it's not too far, at least for most of us, you know, for some people it is. And, um, you know, you know, a lot of respect to you, but right, right now, just mostly talking to those, uh, you know, maybe you're in, you're in Utah, you're in California, you're in, you know, one of the States where like church isn't very far, you know, and, and even like Boston's still in the States, but like you still have to drive a little ways, you know, with, with traffic and everything. And, um, but it just eventually, and there's a quote from, uh, I think it's president Benson in preach my gospel chapter five, where he talks about like if every man eventually is brought uh, backed up to the wall of faith and there he must make his stand or basically eventually you know where we need to make a decision on like why why are we really going to church you know why are we really reading the scriptures and that's so cool that you were able to have that that experience and just really you know i guess for lack of a better term just discover why you were going to church why you were reading the scriptures and like 
you know, you saw the light that your roommate had and you're like, yeah, I want that. <laughs> that's, that's so cool. Um, and there was a couple other things that you talked about. Um, you talked about, um, well, kind of on the same note, but just reading with a purpose, right. When we're doing our scripture study, um, I think that's really powerful because I mean, on the mission, you're, you're studying for those you teach most of the time, you know, unless you're just kind of leisurely, you know, during lunch or whatever, going to read the scriptures. Um, but even that, a lot of times it's for like, you know, Joe or for, you know, whoever else that you're, you're working with that you're teaching. And so it's just really cool because we get a lot more out of it when we have a purpose, you know, I, I uh, for a time I would um, study with a question in mind, like, okay, what's the answer to this question? And it's amazing because God really does speak to his children. But, um, you know, you also mentioned just at the end there, just that it, it really is about families. You know, the gospel is about families, you know, all the covenants that we make, it's all so like, you know, God's kids can get back to him. And so we can be together with our families again. So that's super cool. Thanks for, for sharing your story and, uh, and your advice. It was, it was pretty powerful. Of course. Um, so obviously you definitely shared some things that you've been doing to prepare for the mission. Um, have there been some other things that you've been doing that you, you didn't mention? Um, yeah, I actually started doing like pre MTC classes for language learning um, I had the option if I wanted to start them, I could. If I didn't want to, I like wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I decided, I was like, you know what? I was like, if I'm going to go on a mission, then I'm going to give it everything I have. So if like by me starting like these pre-classes or whatever to kind of pick up on the language can help me learn it sooner so I can, you know, understand people that I'd come in contact with earlier, I was like, I would be foolish to not start that. And um I started like rewatching a lot of like I mentioned really like the conference talks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and rewatching them now, knowing that I'd already decided to serve the Lord. Um, like everybody says, you rewatch, you reread your patriarchal blessing and it means something to you different every time in your life because you're at a different point. That's kind of how it is for me with general conference talks. I read them and every single time I get something different that I didn't pick up on the first time or it's like a different meaning. And so yeah. rereading them has just helped me um, kind of just prepare for my mission better and like really apply like the like the disciples like doctrine to my life like with a purpose so that I can like I know what I'm going to be doing for the next year and a half so how can I apply what they just said to help benefit me and others that like I like teach or you know like meet or whatever so just doing that's been like really helpful (laughs) right no that's awesome I think that kind of goes back to your analogy you know of the car right you were talking about how like you know you're not in neutral anymore you're in, you're in sports mode spiritually. (laughs) So, you know, being in sports mode, it's like, you know, you, you study with a purpose, you know, you go to church with a purpose, you partake of the sacrament, you know, worthily with a purpose, you know? And so that's just super cool just to be able to hear, you know, your success stories and how, you know, you, not that you didn't do it before. Yeah. Cause you know, you did, but it's just cool just that there's now so much more meaning behind it. 
feels like a spiritual high. Like, why would you not want to keep that? You just do everything that you can to, you know, and I've realized that I have a lot of younger brothers and sometimes they can drive me crazy. <laughs> like any sister would feel. Yeah. And like just preparing for a mission has helped me have like a lot more patience with them and be a lot like kinder to them. And like, I'm not saying I was rude before, but mm. just like going out of my way to like do kind act, like service acts, like acts of kindness for them. And um, it's like really helped me have like a lot better relationship with like my younger brothers and like my older sister had like gone on a mission she went to argentina she was a covid missionary so she mm. got transferred halfway through her mission to baltimore maryland mm. and she came home last year in august and just having someone though that like can relate to what you're preparing for is just if you have that opportunity, even like an aunt or an uncle or like a parent, just be able to talk to them and like what they did to prepare. It's going to be super like helpful. She told me to like start reading, like preach my gospel and like, yeah, you read it, but rereading it like the Book of Mormon, it can do so much more for you when you're like trying to prepare because you're reading, like I said, like the scriptures you're reading with a purpose now right. rather than reading to read it mm-hmm. you know not checking the box you're reading you know to like fill your soul so yeah awesome. that is awesome that is cool and yeah going back to the whole like the brother situation you know i think um you know if, if your brothers or brother doesn't annoy you at some point in uh in your time growing up then yeah you know i i'd think there might be something wrong with that situation <laughs> but uh but yeah, and I think that there's a lot of truth to what you were saying, just about setting with a purpose. I mean, we've we've talked a lot about this, um, but I think I think there comes a time, you know, when when all we can do is go through the motions. And you know, for those that are listening that are maybe going through a very hard time, and all you can do is go through the motions, do that. Don't stop doing that. But you know, pray. You know, pray. Maybe pray a little harder. Maybe do what you can do to get your heart into it. And just see if that doesn't make a difference for you. Because like, you know, like we've talked about, you know, if you can shift from neutral, you know, to sports motor to even drive, you know, yeah. like it's, it's better than, than park or than reverse or than even neutral. So definitely, you know, don't underestimate the power of going through the motions, but you know, that's, that's, that's not the end goal. That's just, you know, sometimes, you know, we go through tough, tough times and rough patches but you know, those, those don't have to be all the time. So, um, definitely take Kylie's advice and, you know, don't just check the box, but, you know, put a star there, you know, just do something extra that has just a little bit more meaning, a little more purpose behind it. Um, you know, and I think a lot of times, at least for me, when I go about it with the purpose of applying it and thinking, okay, how can I live this? Not just, oh, that's a cool story, closes the book, puts it on the shelf again. But like, okay, how can I actually apply this? Like, okay, Nephi went into Jerusalem. He didn't know what he was going to do, but he went anyway. Like, okay, what is it? How does that relate to me? You know, this was like thousands of years ago. And so like, how does that relate to me? But it does. It does. And I think, you know, what Kylie's talking about is just having that purpose, having that goal in mind 
So yeah, thanks so much, Kylie, for sharing your story and for sharing your advice on the, on the podcast. Um, just in, in closing here to wrap things up, any advice you'd give to those that, uh, you know, might be on the fence a little bit, might be in a position similar to where you were at, what would you say to them? Um, I would say it's okay to be on the fence. Um, I was for like a year and a half, I was on the fence. I knew that I'd been told I needed to go on a mission and I just kind of ignored it because it's something that I didn't want to do. And yes, it's optional for girls to go. It's a choice if you want to go or not. But I would kind of just like advise you to look at why you wouldn't choose to go because there are so many like positive reasons and so many positive benefits of going on a mission, not just for you, but for like the people that you'll be teaching and just kind of see like, not like a pro con list, but something similar to that kind of see reasons for why you would want to stay and then reasons why you'd want to go and which one is the more important to you, like a lasting importance to you. I would, I would go with that. Um, you know, and for some people I have a friend and, um, I won't like say her name for like the podcast purposes, but she um, she kind of was thinking about going on a mission because it's what everybody else is kind of doing right now. If you haven't noticed, it's like really mm-hmm. popular to go on a mission right now. Yeah. She was like, wow, do I need to go on a mission too? And um, for her like circumstance and for her situation that she's in right now, she can do a better, she can like have a better purpose, like staying home and serving her family with the situation that they're in and like helping them, like, you know, come closer to the gospel than she can going out on a mission for her. That's like, you can still be a missionary without being like called to serve. Everyone's called to serve in their own way. Rather that's like through church callings or just like having like an impression to say hi to someone on the street, you know, right. any good, any good thought comes from God. Definitely. So if you can like, just, if you decided to like not go, there's nothing wrong with that. You can still be at home or wherever you're at, like at college or working and still be a missionary for like for the church. You don't have the name badge. So, but that's okay because you can still like talk to people. You can still bring people to church as like investigators. So everything is just circled around like the gospel and helping other people, you know, like hear about the gospel for that end goal. We all have, you know, just to be with our families again and whether you're set apart or not, you can all do that. So that's what I would advise. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I mean, you know, the mission doesn't begin whenever we, uh, and after we put in our papers, it, it really started, you know, the day we were baptized, you know, when we chose to follow, follow Christ and join, you know, his, his church, his kingdom. So I really like that you mentioned that. And thanks so much for sharing your, your, um, your advice, your wisdom, your insight, and uh, your story with us on the podcast has been a pleasure getting to chat with you, Kylie. Um, you're gonna be a great missionary over in Houston, Texas. And have a great time learning Spanish, and uh, we'll catch you later. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. (laughs) We'll see where it goes. If you or someone you know is preparing for or currently serving a mission, check out the Called to Serve Mission Journals using the description below. They are specific to each mission and are based on the state or national flag. They've got a nice clean look. And Elder Richard G. Scott once said, quote, 
Write down in a secure place the important things you learn from the Spirit. You will find that as you write down precious impressions, often more will come. Also, the knowledge you gain will be available throughout your life. Close quote. The official Call to Serve mission journals are now live and available for purchase. We now have all the Australia, Mexico, and most of the United States missions live, available now. If you have trouble finding the mission you're looking for, please send us an email at calledtoservepodcast at gmail.com. Tap the link in the description below to pick up your journal today.